Hey there, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. I want to quickly tell you about the summer promotion that my travel agency is offering for Disney Cruise Line. If you book a new cruise and travel by September 30th, you'll be eligible for $50 in onboard credit on top of our already great rates. And if it's a cruise for seven nights or longer, you'll get an extra $100 in onboard credit. If you're planning to cruise this summer, you don't want to miss out on this offer. Of course, if you're looking to book a cruise further into the future, I would love to help you with that as well. If you're interested or if you'd like more information, send me an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Welcome to episode 138 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and in this week's episode, we are going to uh, do our trip recap of our recent uh, seven-night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver, and we've got a lot to get to, so we're going to get right into it. Of course, joining me for this episode is my wife, Alyssa. Hello, Liz. Hey. How's it going? Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. <laughs> so to start, I first wanted to just talk about our flights real quick. So we flew Air Canada for the first time ever. Uh, we were a little bit nervous about that, but Air Canada was great. It had a good selection of um, of stuff to watch on the TV. But I, I just wanted to mention that if you're taking a cruise out of Vancouver and you're looking for flights... Start looking for flights as early as you can because we had a lot of trouble. I spent a lot of time trying to find uh, the flights that were going to work best for our family, and just logistically, it was challenging to uh, to find you know what was best for us. And we ended up taking a red eye home after the cruise, which we may get to a little bit later. But you know, it, it, it's 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 not easy to finding flights into and out of Vancouver. We actually a lot of people in our cruise group uh, flew into Seattle and and took and found transportation from Seattle to uh, Vancouver. So lots of different options, but just uh, just you know keep that in mind if you're planning a cruise uh, out of Vancouver. Kids did great on the plane, right? I mean, it was a six hour flight, and I don't think I sat across they, the aisle, and I never heard from them. They never even got up to go to the bathroom. They were amazing yeah it was they didn't fight they had a few snacks watched some shows played some games and then when we were there i was shocked it was yeah they did uh they did really well so we were we were pretty proud of them uh they did they did a great job and then when we arrived into vancouver international airport as soon as we got off the plane i could already tell that i was gonna like this city i mean it had a the airport had a very pacific northwest feel to it with you know like greens and trees and all this stuff and i i don't know it was just cool it, it, i don't know th- that theming must be my thing and why i love the wilderness lodge so much because it just i don't know what, what were your thoughts of the vancouver airport yeah very yeah clean and not, not crowded far. at not all crowded. i mean there was nobody there i first noticed yeah. yeah yeah it was awesome we had we since we flew in a day early we um had arranged private transportation from the airport to the hotel we used excel transportation and it was awesome i mean i would highly recommend it the driver was there waiting for us he even had a little uh little sign with our name on it which you know made us feel a little bit what's the word like high class or something because we, we've never special. done yeah special <laughs> we've never done anything like that before so we thought that was kind of cool that he had you know had a sign with us for our names um, and he got us there. It was about 15 minutes to go from the airport to uh, to Canada Place and to the Pan Pacific Hotel. 
and uh, it was easy, easy ride. At the Pan Pacific Hotel, we reserved a Harbor View room, which I highly recommend you do. You get a great view of the of the Vancouver Harbor right there, and also you can watch the the ship sail in uh, on the morning of its arrival. So it was awesome. What do you think of the Pan Pacific Hotel list? You liked it, didn't you? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, at first, I was a little overwhelmed because downstairs is like uh, a lot of people were getting organizing for a convention. Oh, that's right. It seemed like there was just like a lot going on to kind of figure out like where the lobby is and where you need to get to your room. It's I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was nice. The it, location was so convenient. Everything we needed was in walking distance. For sure. Absolutely. And speaking of location, we kind of took that day to just explore a little bit. We arrived around 1130 in the morning and we had plans for Vancouver after our cruise. So we really just kind of explored the Canada place area. They have a bunch of shops, a bunch of restaurants right there. Um, and as we were trying to find a place to eat, we sort of noticed a, a common theme that none of the menus really had kids options on them. So we ended up eating at the, uh, oh, I forget the name of it. Cactus club. Yep. Cafe. Cactus Club Cafe, thank you. And uh, it was good food, but, you know, again, nothing really for the kids because they're such picky eaters, so they kind of picked at what we got them, and, you know, we moved on. After that, we the kids wanted to go in the pool, which we thought was kind of crazy because it was pretty chilly that day, wasn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> and then... So before we had left, they kind of dipped their hands in the pool and they were like, oh, that's really warm. We, we want to try it. So we, you know, we let them try it and it actually turned out to be really nice. I got in the pool. The hot tub was super hot, which nothing, you know, makes me more disappointed than getting into a, a lukewarm hot tub. But the, it was really hot and felt awesome. Uh, and the pool there is just beautiful. It overlooks the harbor and it's just, you know, you're, you're kind of raised up off of the, the main level of the hotel and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's on the rooftop. It, it was just really pretty to just hang out out there. Right, Liz? It actually ended up kind of warm on the pool deck just because the sun was beating on us. So even though it was kind of a cooler day, it was pretty nice on the pool deck. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, so we did that for about 45 minutes because earlier we had reserved a uh, flight time for the Fly Over Canada attraction, which <laughs> total, total tourist trap. I mean, it's it's literally there's a stand right outside the hotel um, and it's like Vancouver's newest attraction. All the, you know, talks about how highly rated it is and all this stuff. So we, we checked it out. It's it's basically a carbon copy of Soren. Um, you know, exact same setup, ride vehicle, all that stuff. But it was really cool. The kids liked it. Lots of, you know, views of Canada. And I don't know, it definitely gave off Epcot vibes. What'd you think? Even the introduction video and like the prep video <laughs> yes. you have to watch before you go in. It was like the same exact thing, but with a different guy. And then instead of when he takes off the Mickey ears, he just like took off a hat or something. Yeah. It was the exact same thing. Same very joke. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was very similar jokes, which I thought was kind of funny. They definitely took what they did at Epcot and, uh, and, and merged it into, into this attraction. <laughs> After the show, we were all super exhausted and we had eaten a really late lunch. So <laughs> we ended up getting gelato uh, across the street um, from the hotel for dinner. And <laughs> uh, a listener, Chris, had recommended the gelato place. So we uh, we ate there and, and just kind of hung out for a little bit. And then we went to bed early. I think it was, <laughs> wasn't it like 730 local time when we went to bed? 
Probably. We're still messed up time-wise. Right, right, right. And we're still recovering from from all the the time changes, uh, even a week after our cruise. (laughs) (laughs) So that next morning, I actually set an alarm to watch the Wonder arrive into, into the port, which... Turned out to be unnecessary because I was pretty much wide awake at like 4 a.m. because of the time change. And the the wonder didn't end up arriving till around 7. So it was a little bit weird just waiting around for like four hours uh, for the ship to arrive. But I think most of most of you were still sleeping until around 5.30. And then we just kind of hung out in the room um, waiting for the, the wonder to arrive. And then it was cool because you could I was tracking it on the, the cruise ship tracker. And you could see it way, way off in the distance, like behind Stanley Park. And it was, you know, so we could see it come into the harbor and then it disappeared behind Stanley Park. And then, and then a few minutes later, you could see it coming in under this, uh, the Lionsgate Bridge. And that's when, you know, I started to record it and all that stuff. But it wasn't it cool watching the wonder come in from, from that room. It was cool to be able to see it from our room, which had a huge window because you could see everybody else running down to watch it on the deck outside and we were like oh we don't have to get dressed to go watch (laughs) exactly (laughs) just watch from our room and it was cool how high up we were i think we were on like the 20th floor so we were you know we had a we had a good view of it so i i went out to take some pictures as the as the ship came in um and then we went back in for breakfast and the hotel has a restaurant called oceans 999 and they were offering a breakfast buffet, which I thought was pretty good. What did you think of the food there? Yeah, it was good. It had all the things you need. Yeah, it had all your your basic essentials. It was pretty expensive. Um, I for, as as buffets go, I think it was like forty five dollars a person or something. But the rate that we booked, and I think you can book this rate just through the website, had a fifty Canadian dollar credit to be used at that restaurant. So we didn't feel as bad about. <laughs> kind of spending the money on the uh on the the buffet because we you know we, we knew we had that credit and then we went out to take some family pictures with the wonder and uh so that was pretty fun especially because you can the the way the the wonder docks there there's like a an elevated platform that you can walk on so you're sort of at eye level with it and so you can really good spot to take some pictures there then I went downstairs to the terminal to get some generic luggage tags because we left the Disney Cruise luggage tags at our house. Uh, so you should definitely bring those with you when you uh, when you leave your house. But the hotel, one of the other nice things about this particular hotel is it offers a luggage service. So they'll pick up your luggage in your room and deliver it to your stateroom, you know, once on board. So but they just had to be tagged with the luggage tag. So luckily I could get the generic ones and put those on. They came to the room, brought them down, and that was it. I mean, it was super, super simple, super convenient. And then you just take the elevator down to the cruise terminal from the hotel lobby. So that was, I mean, it, it was super simple. And then once you got into the terminal, I, I was shocked at how quick and efficient it was. Like, it, it, they had it down to a science. They had... You know, it roped off where you couldn't go. They had people there directing you where to go. You walk right in. Um, we went through customs. We checked in for the cruise, and then we were, you know, we were at the pre pre boarding waiting room. Probably twenty minutes after we left our our hotel room, right, Liz? Yeah, probably not even. We walked up to every counter 
at like right up when there was never anyone in front of us. Yeah. It did help that there weren't a lot of people getting in the platinum concierge line. There were, you know, there were longer lines in like the silver first time cruiser area, but, um, you know, we not were long to, lines. Yeah. No, not not long. long by any means. You're right. <laughs> and then when you got into the waiting area, there were a bunch of people there and they had some, uh, some back, uh, uh, uh 25th anniversary backdrop that you could, um, take pictures in front of. And, Right away, they, you know, as we're getting to the front line, they start calling the boarding groups, and I'm, you know, I'm starting to sweat a little bit because I'm like, we're gonna get called as we're standing in this line, and of course that happened, but it, we, we, you know, we took the picture and then we got on the ship immediately after, so it wasn't like we had to wait wait that long. I think we got on at around eleven forty five in the morning, right? Yeah, it was before lunch. So. We gave a cast member my phone to record our welcome. I think that was the first time that we've done that, but it was kind of cool. I'm glad we have that video. I thought that was kind of fun. And then we typically like to go to Cabanas for lunch. In fact, I think that's what we've done on all our cruises before we, <laughs> uh, before we set sail. And normally we like to sit out on the back deck, but it was pretty cold and rainy. So we, we found a, a spot inside. <laughs> and as we were sitting there... What are the uh, the the bar? You know the the cast members that work at the bar came around and they they start selling you the drink packages. Tell tell them about that, Liz. We usually go to the grocery store before we get on the ship and get uh, a pack of water just to keep in the room. And we didn't get to do that this time. I don't know if we just forgot. I guess to go in Vancouver. Yeah, I didn't even think about it before we got on. So we get on and the guy's walking around and he's like, "Do you want to get um, a water package or a beer package?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, let's get a water package." He's like, do you want it to come with the, you know, the package that comes with the cooler? And we're like, yeah, even though we already have that cooler, right? I think we got we it have the cast. older version. We don't have the newer version. So <laughs> we did get a new one that we don't have. Before, <laughs> we were like, of course we want the cooler. Yeah. So, so we um, got, we ended up getting it. And I, I felt like a little bit caught off guard. We were sort of very flustered. We, we had just gotten settled down. We had just got our food. You know, the kids were getting sort of situated. And then he comes over, and we didn't even have time to, like, think about it or discuss it. We're like, yeah, we'll do it. And then when we got back to the room and checked our, our stateroom account, it, this package was, like, $78 for, you know, this water package that we got. <laughs> like, we could have saved so much money if we had just gone and, got, and bought a case of water before we got on the ship. Okay, but then the kicker is that it gets <laughs> delivered to our room, and it's a 24-pack of cans aluminum of canned water aluminum <laughs> cans like seltzer water but it's regular regular dasani water so we have 24 of these cans which the annoying thing is you cannot reseal them so <laughs> you can't just put a top on it and throw it in your bag and bring it somewhere so we i thought we were gonna have to end up giving some away but we actually went through it all we did yeah we but, did end up using it all but just a little bit surprised. Yeah, we did. Were. One thing we did do was bring water bottles for our kids so we could pour the, you know, the water into those bottles for our kids. And that helped a little bit yeah, so we could, you know, take it on, like, uh, take it off the ship and stuff. So uh, that worked out well. After lunch, we went down to the Oceaneer Club for the open house. We typically like to, like, get our kids in there and have them run around a little bit, see what it's like. And hope that they'll, you know, grasp onto something and want to go back. And this time was completely different than any other time we've done it. There was, you know, we went in there, uh, we walked over to the Oceaneer Lab side, and there was a cast member there named Jordan 
who showed the kids some magic tricks first and you know that just blew their minds right away and then he set up a game for them to play you know where he set up all these buckets and you had to throw the ball into the buckets and they i mean they did they must have done that for 45 minutes i think and we just sat there and we're like this this is awesome and then you know from that point on they they you know they loved jordan and he you know he got to know them a, a little bit throughout the cruise and and um, you know, interacted with them a lot and they, they wanted to go back all the time. And every time we picked them up, I think they, they wanted, they didn't want to leave. I don't think they ever requested to be picked up. No, usually they would say, do we, do we have to leave or can we stay? And a lot of times we were like, you can stay or we'd be going to do something and we'd yeah. be like, well, did you want to go meet Spider-Man? Right. Or? <laughs> There's a few times we had to drag them out and they were not happy about it. But... They were always like really in the middle of a craft or they were like sweaty from running around. There was always like something really intense happening yeah but we were you know really excited that they started to like the kids clubs and um hopefully that transfers from this cruise to the next ones that we do then at that point it was around 2 30 so we headed back to our room and we noticed that our bags were really already outside of our um our stateroom which i was shocked about it was awesome so we were able to go in right away and unpack uh, unpack our bags. We had stateroom 6052, which was located on the port side uh, of deck six, obviously right outside the midship elevators. And it was a family, no, excuse me, not a family, a deluxe ocean view stateroom with veranda. And we really liked the room location, right? Liz? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. It was perfect being outside those midship elevators and just so convenient to, to everything. It was Go- not loud. I'm always worried about yeah noise near the elevators it was not loud and also if you were anywhere on the ship and you had to run back real quick to grab something it was never far no yeah. where what floor we were on right right yeah even going up a couple decks or down a couple decks like you were so close to everything and also i i think it just highlights how much we like the smaller ships as well it's just yeah it's- i was thinking that there was maybe just because we've most recently been on the wish that it just felt so much more convenient right exactly exactly so we we ended up unpacking everything i think we used every available space in that room to uh, to put clothes and shoes and all that stuff but uh everything everything fit and we didn't have to live out of suitcases for uh for the entire week which was which was the goal then we went down to the mustard drill, which the in-person one is always so much fun. But we, we ended up talking to a couple of the f- families around us. And, uh, you know, it. I want to say it was like a 45-minute mustard drill, right? We were. I f- it felt like we were out there forever. They kept saying, we're waiting for 14 people. We're waiting yeah. for 12 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, where are these people? Yeah. And then the sad thing was, is we, the last the last two cruises we had done, uh, the sail away parties had been canceled. And so we were looking at the weather and we're like, oh, geez, here we go again. So at least this time they moved us inside for the sail away party. But, you know, we're 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 feeling pretty cursed when it comes to, to sail away <laughs> parties because we're not uh, we haven't had a chance to experience them in their fullest. Uh, I as miss of late. them. We haven't had a good one in a long time. Yeah. So they brought it inside. It's the Sail a Wave party, and so they have a DJ. They had a DJ set up in the lobby, uh, DJ Emily actually, uh, and then, you know the characters come out, and then they do a countdown, and they they play the the Mickey whistle, and they played it inside, but it was just you know obviously over the speakers, which was was great. But it's I always like being on deck when they do the countdown, and then the actual you know horn goes. It's just I don't know. It's a it's a part of the vacation that I always look forward to. But I did, you know, after the party was over, 
family went back to the room to get ready for dinner. We were in Tritons at night, but I ran to the, you know, to the upper deck to watch us sail under the Lionsgate Bridge, which is a, you know, it's a pretty cool, a pretty cool view. Definitely want to do that if you're sailing out of Vancouver, but they played the horn as it's going under the bridge, which I thought was pretty cool. So I, I got to, I got to hear it on embarkation day, even though it wasn't when we normally like to hear it. And then Tritons was fine. Anything to note about dinner and Tritons that night? No, Tritons is nice, but honestly, the most boring out of all of them. Yeah, not our favorite, yeah. Uh, but after dinner, we did do our favorite pastime, and that is go shopping for the first time. We 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 never like to waste time getting to the shops, and I love the location of the shops on these ships right outside the um, the Walt Disney Theater. You know, they have Mickey's Mainsail, they have White Caps, lots of great merchandise, lots of really good Disney Cruise Line merchandise, right, Liz? Didn't didn't we think the selection was pretty good of, yep. you know, kind of unique things to Disney Cruise Line? Yep. Yeah. A lot of Alaska merchandise as well. Even A lot of times they'll have merchandise, but it's not really something you want to buy, but a lot of, like, desirable stuff. So we, we, we really had a hard time um, figuring out what we wanted to bring home with us. Very little 25th anniversary merchandise, though. I think there were uh, there were ears, mini yeah, ears, and back, like backpacks, and the backpacks. What are they called again? The lounge fly. The lounge fly backpacks. Yeah, but that was both it. Both were super cute. Both were super cute, and they also had plenty of them. They never ran out of those. Yeah, yeah, they did have quite a bit of them. But I was hoping for a little bit more. Although I, I'm not a big like specialty merchandise kind of guy, so I don't know if we would have bought anything anyway. Although no. we did buy the the floating ship speaker, which was awesome, and we just tried it out in the <laughs> pool yesterday, so we were happy about that one. Which you cannot buy in store. You cannot buy in store, uh, in in or even on on the ships in the merchandise shops. You have to get them at guest services. So no. that was the first thing we did. Actually, we didn't say that. Yes. Well, yeah. I went. We went to guest services to get the 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 speaker, and they couldn't sell it to us right there because, you know, you can't sell things while you're in port so they had to take my information down and then told me that they you know it'd be charged to our room later and would be delivered to our room later once we left port so that was it for embarkation day i mean it was a long day but it was you know it was really fun it was great to be on board the wonder again we hadn't been on in a long time so so that was good the next day was a day at sea i cannot sleep in when I'm on these cruises, I just like I, I when I'm when I'm sleeping, I feel like I'm missing out on something. So I was up early and I, I snuck out to just kind of walk around. I like to walk around on the upper decks and it was an absolutely beautiful day. The water was like glass. The ship was moving so slowly and the scenery was just gorgeous. It was it was amazing. So I, I you know, I like to get a coffee and walk around deck a little bit. So I did that. And then. I, I forget how I figured it out. Maybe you texted me, but you know, you said the kids wanted to come with me and explore. So we went out and oh, did they, shuffleboard. They sneaking out. Yeah, they go up the, early in the morning. Yeah, the kids always ask me the night before, Dad, can we sneak out in the morning? <laughs> so, that just means go get coffee with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, my kids and I did shuffleboard for a little bit. And then we went up to the, the basketball courts and they played some ping pong, uh, which doesn't last very long because the wind always takes it. So, you know, they get frustrated. But, uh, it was fun just to walk around with them. And then we just spent a ton of time on our veranda before we left for breakfast, just, you know, taking in the scenery. And that was kind of a th common theme throughout our cruise, right? We spent a lot of time 
on our veranda, mm-hmm. just just looking at everything. It was ugh, it was so can't even put it into words like you're standing out there and you're looking at everything and you're like i wish i could capture this somehow but you try to do it on your phone or your camera and you just you just can't you just have to kind of take it all in and try to be in the moment as best you can and i don't know it just yeah the pictures don't capture it and you just take a million and they're just oh, not sure. yeah right <laughs> same i wish i was there right now <laughs> <laughs> Just, it'll just be better next time we do it, right? We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Breakfast in Cabanas that morning. Again, a little too chilly to eat outside, so we, you know, we we ate inside again, and then we had royal gathering a little bit later on, but we kind of needed to kill some time in between. So we we looked on the app, and they had uh, a family coloring activity in the D lounge. What did you think of the family coloring activity? I thought it was a good idea. Just it's, you know, it was too cold to go by the pools and there wasn't too much going on yet. And it was very chill. Yeah. I mean, it was literally, it was just a box of crayons and stacks of coloring sheets that anyone could just go up and grab. And it was, it was perfect for just the time filler that we needed. And the kids loved it. They loved it. Right. I mean, they, they must, they probably colored two or three pictures each. Yeah. So it was, it was perfect. So that got us to the Royal gathering and Emily got in her was wearing her Rapunzel dress, right? Yep. But she was sad to find out that it was Cinderella, Ariel, Tiana, and Belle, and so she had great interaction with all of them. I mean, she she talked to them, she hugged them, you know they you know they interacted back and forth, which was awesome. But she really wanted to meet Rapunzel. Thankfully, as soon as we were done with the royal gathering, Rapunzel happened to be right upstairs, and so we walked up, and uh, and Emily got to got to meet Rapunzel and show Rapunzel her dress, and they got to take pictures together. So that was that was good. But I think Emily's completely over her fear of Disney princesses, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she just looks at them like they're so great now, yeah. which is funny because we would never say she was a fan of princesses, but once she sees them in person, it's a totally different game. Yeah. She loves them. Yeah. In general though, like she would never buy princess merchandise or yep. play princess games, watch princess movies. She's not into them, but yep. she loves But She's fine them. dressing up in their, in their dresses and meeting them. Right. She loves meeting them. And she, we asked, asked her before we booked it, if she wanted to do the princess gathering and she said yes, and she wanted to dress like Rapunzel. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take full advantage of that because right. it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> yep. She also, Tiana was the other dress we brought. She wanted to dress like Tiana at Tiana's restaurant. Oh, uh, yeah. After we left the royal gathering, we went up on deck and we're walking around and discovered that Moana was on Funnel Vision, which was amazing because that is one of the best movies to watch on Funnel Vision. So um, we hung out there a little bit. And I actually, I remember taking a picture. You and I, or a video, you and I were wrapped up in blankets and the kids were behind us in the pool. And it was just, yeah. it was kind of a funny, what's the word, just difference between <laughs> what we were experiencing and what they were experiencing. Although I could not believe how warm the pools were. I, I feel like last time we did an Alaska cruise, they, they weren't heated or not to the extent that they were on this cruise, but the, the pools were warm. Like you could get in them on cold days and be, and be warm. Or maybe it's just because it was so cold outside. I don't know. They were also full the entire time. There was always a ton of people. Yes. On them. And I never expected us to be in the pool on, on this cruise. And we were in it, I think almost every day. So it was, uh, it was good for that. 
I did a beer tasting in the Crown and Finn pub, which I had signed up for in advance. But I learned once we were in there that you didn't really need to sign up in advance. They just let you come in. And then once you're in there, they they kind of took information about your stateroom and stuff. So there were a few people that didn't sign up in advance and just showed up and were able to go in. So just something to keep in mind, if, if, you, if there's something you want to do and you can't reserve it ahead of time, you may be able to just show up on the day of when it comes to these like drink tasting things. So you can uh, keep that in mind. And I think you'll, I think you'll be able to, to, to do it if you want to. I personally, I did it by myself, which I, I wouldn't do again. And I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was, huh, I thought it was kind of boring actually. So I, I probably wouldn't do it again. I thought they were going to have like local beers that they were going to do tastings with and they didn't. So good experience, but I guess I, I probably wouldn't do it again. I have no idea what you guys did while I was gone. What Do you remember what you did? I don't remember. Yeah, I think we were probably by the pool. Yeah, I think when I came out, you guys were at the pool, and they were doing the Mickey slide over and over and over again. Emily was obsessed with the Mickey slide. How many times did she go down yeah. that thing? A million. Everyone, all the lifeguards knew her by name. Yeah, <laughs> right. Amazing lifeguard. What was his name? Bregen? Yep. Yeah, Bregen was awesome. He was, you know, he would make the kids do, like, dances and stuff up on at the top of the slide before they went down the slide and you know he he learned our kids names and said hi to them whenever he saw them throughout the rest of the cruise he was he was amazing yeah we saw him um when we were getting off at a port one time and he was like emily spider girl yeah. she's spider-man bathing suit and- that's right yeah it was awesome he he was uh he was one of the other cast members that really helped us have a, a memorable a memorable cruise this time around Actually, this is when we were wrapped up in blankets and the kids were in the pool. Do you remember we had like a flash fog? It was it was a crystal clear, blue, warm, sunny day. And just all of a sudden we were going through like this intense, heavy fog. You couldn't see anything and started to mist a little bit. And the foghorn was going off every two minutes. So every two minutes there's this loud really loud horn that blasts um just to, you know to let other ships know that we were in the area but it just came on out of nowhere yeah you couldn't even like see people on the other side of the deck yeah it's just like we're literally in a cloud and at first we were on the side with the water slide and it would go off and it was loud but i was like people were like blocking the ears and i was kind of like <laughs> okay they're being dramatic it's not that bad but then we went to the other pool and I had to block my ears. It's yeah. literally in your face. So yeah, because the horn, I think, plays loud. from in front of the aft funnel. And that's where the yes. horn comes from. Yeah, you so can you are see where getting it comes the, out. Yeah, you're getting the full brunt of the, the, the noise. <laughs> I was, at first, I was like, okay, people are dramatic. It's not that bad. And then we moved places, and I was like, oh, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really loud. Yeah, it was really loud. And that went on. I mean, it went on for a long time to to the point where we were like, okay, enough. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So that was interesting. But it didn't happen at night while we were trying to sleep, which a friend of mine, Chris, had that happen on on one of his cruises. It just played all through the night every two minutes. So that's terrible. That night was formal night. So we we dressed up. We don't do like formal like shirt and suit and tie and all that stuff but we you know we brought nice clothes and dressed up and took some pictures down in the lobby we like to do the formal night pictures uh, and got some good ones and we had dinner in animator's palette that night it was the i don't know what the what the 
what the theme is called, but it was the it was the Fantasmic Mickey Night, which is which really is my favorite. I love I love eating in an anime's palette on that night. I just like the the sketchings on the on the on the screens and obviously Fantasmic Mickey or Sorcerer Mickey comes out at the very end. They play the Fantasmic music and you know he comes around the dining room. I, I just I love that dining experience. So I don't know how you feel about that one yeah, it's fun. versus the other it one. Feels very um classic. Yeah, yeah, very classic. And then we watched the Golden Mickeys that night, which I I have always loved the Golden Mickeys. I like the show. I like the storyline. I just I the Disney stories within the show, I just feel like could use an update. But I, I doubt they're going to, you know, update the show at this point. I'm assuming they would just get rid of it before they do any updates. But I, I just I don't know. In my mind, it was it was better than what it was. So not that I was disappointed. It was basically what I expected it to be. But I was I don't, what were your thoughts on Golden Mickey's? I mean, I knew what to expect. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some was a little outdated, but I love when you. Everyone can just sing along to every yeah, song. Yeah, for and sure, for sure. And you're always rooting for Ensign Benson. You know, you just she, she's so nervous yeah. at the beginning, and then she, uh, <laughs> she comes through at the end and becomes a star. So we were happy for her. We didn't do much in terms of uh, nightlife on this cruise because after the the shows had ended, each night we were just exhausted, and we you know we went right to bed. So it was. Uh, nothing else after golden mickey's at night next morning again i was up early and it was the uh glacier day so the you know the day we were going up the uh, up the tracy arm fjord and this was really the beginning of too many photos for me i just every like few seconds i would feel like there's a different view and something else i have to capture so i get out my phone and i'm taking like panoramas and i'm taking videos you know like panning from left to right i'm taking um vertically and horizontally like a million pictures and it's i'm still struggling to go through all of them and even Liz is like trying to put photos on our family photo stream and she's like i have too, there's too many to go through here i can't i can't get through all these but they're all so good you know they they're all necessary for sure <laughs> uh the captain had told us a little earlier in the day kind of gave us the report, you know, he comes on the speaker and gives us the report for the day and told us that we'd probably enter the fjord around noon. So, you know, we were, we were getting ready for that. And we, so we had breakfast out on the back deck this time. And it was, you know, again, a beautiful morning, sunny skies, warm weather. And the best part about breakfast on this particular morning was they had churro waffles at Cabana's. And I mean, if you know about churro waffles, you know how amazing they are. And they're not always offered, which I don't understand why. But when they are, it's a real treat. They're really exclusive and unpredictable. Yep. Although I did get a tip. Lisa had, um, my friend Lisa had said when she did the Alaska cruise a couple weeks ago that churros were on the glacier day so i was i was specifically looking out for them but i wasn't i wasn't uh sure they would be there but sure enough they were and then you know we were out on the back deck and that was maybe the most beautiful breakfast views that we have ever had it was like stunning just mountains all around you the ship's wake is just so pretty in like the you know dark blue water and 
clear blue skies. It was just an, an, an amazing morning, which, you know, which was, we were, we were just feeling so thankful for because we were going on the glacier, you know, going to see the glacier and really wanted to have nice weather that day. Um, and we, sh- and we definitely did. The next thing that we had was Disney Cruise Line trivia in Azure. And, you know, we got in there and I was, I was feeling kind of nervous. I was feeling like a lot of pressure because I felt like this was some trivia that I should do pretty well at. Cause I don't, I don't typically do that well at trivia, but I felt like this one I should be okay at. So they asked us 20 questions and I only missed two of them. Um, and we won. So that was awesome. Do you remember the two that we missed? I remember them. If you, if no. you, don't, you don't remember them. So the first one uh, was, what is the the Halloween tree's name on the Wonder? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I couldn't even come up with a guess. Uh, do you remember what it was? It's a bog. Bog. Yep. And then the yeah. other one I missed is it, uh, it, it was, what show did Frozen, the musical spectacular, replace? And I was between two. I was between Toy Story and Hercules the Musical. And I guessed wrong. I guessed Hercules, and it was Toy Story. So we got 18 out of 20 right. But that was thankfully still enough for the win. So I felt, I felt, uh, I felt okay about that. <laughs> but that was fun, right? I mean, there were there, there were probably five other families in there with us, right? Well, I think there were like seven, but two of them were kind of like, we don't know what we're doing, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the place was packed, and I had to beat out so many people <laughs> yeah. to, to get this win. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of families of were there. In there. It was by the skin of our teeth. So close. <laughs> um, so that that was really fun. I I actually had highlighted that on our on our navigator app as something I really wanted to do. Uh, and we got the you got the winner medal, and you got to like take pictures with it and all that stuff. So that was great. Then I knew Alaska Mickey was going to be up on the upper deck later on and so i actually went right from the trivia to get in line for that and i think it was like an hour and a half line before he was coming out but the line had already started he was he was going to be right midship on the starboard side right outside the forward funnel and the line had already started i think i was probably i don't know six families deep at that point so i just hung out for an hour and a half and just you know watched the scenery i actually ended up seeing some whales out in the in the ocean as we were waiting for him. And I, I can't remember what the kids were doing. They they were doing some activity, weren't they? Or were they they were in the kids club, right? They were in the kids club. And because I ended up coming up to Oh, that was the day they were doing the scavenger hunt. In the kids club, yes. Because yep. then he pulled them out I, to take the picture and they were so I pulled upset. Them out. They were so mad. I went down to take to pull them out so we could get the, the picture with Mickey. And they were so mad because that, I don't know, that was like the thing they really wanted to do. And they said they could come back and finish it, but they're like, no, they're, you know, they're giving out a prize to the winner and it's going to be too late by then. So anyway, it, uh, they did go back and finish, but the prize was already given. <laughs> right. The damage was done. So they were, <laughs> they were pretty mad about that after, you know, not long after we took the picture with Mickey, which was, we got a great picture with Mickey. Uh, it was awesome. So it was worth waiting in the, in the line for that. But I was getting off the ship to do the Glacier Explorer, uh, which is, you know, kind of the the private boat that takes you up the fjord and kind of gets you really close to the glacier. We were all originally scheduled to do it when we were deciding, you know, a few days before the cruise, whether or not the whole family wanted to do it. List thought that maybe the kids probably wouldn't get much enjoyment out of that. And for, you know, for the amount of money that it costs, I think she was right. I don't think that they would have enjoyed that. And, you know, I don't think that I, I definitely think they would have been bored and we would have been 
you know, frustrated with, with them and yelling at them. So I ended up getting off by myself. And so, you know, the boat pulls up, you get off on deck one, basically like you're like you're getting off the ship to go to a port, but you, you know, you know, walk, you walk right onto the boat and then the boat pulls away from the wonder, which is a really cool sight. Just, you know, being that close to the ship as it's in the water and then you're pulling away. The boat is completely stopped. Excuse me. The ship is completely stopped and the your your boat pulls away. And it was really cool because you could see the propellers start up again and then the wonder start moving forward. And so, you know, I obviously took a million pictures as we as we drove away from um, the ship. But the the boat that I was on really takes off up the fjord. And so you leave the wonder behind pretty far. There's you know, there's times where you can't even see it anymore. They take you really close to the shoreline. I was really hoping to see some orcas on this uh, on this excursion because some some people who had done this in the in the cruises before had seen some orcas, so I was really hoping to do that. We we ended up not seeing any whales, but it was it was really a really cool experience. I I liked it just for the you know the pictures and the videos that I could get of the wonder. The scenery obviously going through that fjord is amazing. We had a, a beautiful day, bright, sunny, clear skies, not too cold. So you know I was just on on the on the deck of this boat with a, with a light jacket on. And then you get up to the, um, the Sawyer glacier and it kind of forks. If you go left, there's, you go to the actual, I believe it's the actual Sawyer glacier. So we went up, it's a smaller one, but we went up and took a look at that and then backtracked and then went to up the other arm to the South Sawyer Glacier, I, I believe it is. So we went to the, the the Sawyer Glacier, and then we went to the South Sawyer Glacier next, and that's the one that the Wonder goes to. And so it was really cool watching the Wonder kind of pull into there. And Captain Fabian actually told us later on that our cruise was the closest that any cruise ship captain had been been able to get to this particular glacier in you know in several seasons. So we got really lucky. The Wonder got really close. Our boat got to go even closer and, you know, we saw some really good calving, a bunch of like really large pieces broke off. You could hear the, you could, the coolest part was just how loud it was when the pieces broke off and fell into the water. You know, there's seals on the, laying on the, on the icebergs all over the place. So really, really fun experience. A lot of people have been asking me if I think it's worth it. For me, it was worth the cost. I mean, I think it was like $299 or something like that. But you know, if you really like the 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 pictures and the videos of the ship with like the mountain backdrops, definitely worth it for that. If you want to get close to the glacier, you know, I, I would recommend it. I probably would not recommend it for young kids. I think Alyssa was right that our kids wouldn't have enjoyed that. But um, I don't know, really fun experience for me, and I you know I was really glad that I did it. So then we went back to the ship. You get. You know, it pulls up next to the Wonder, and you can we you get back on, and then I went back to to meet up with the family. Do you know what you did, Liz, while while I was on that excursion? I think it was like three hours or something like that. Well, first I I watched you climb onto the oh yeah <laughs> from our veranda. I had no idea I could even do this. I saw a boat pull up to the side of our boat, and I was like, oh, I think that's Wes's boat. And then I could see everybody filing on, and I got a picture of you walking onto this little boat, uh, which was kind of cool because we were completely stopped. I don't remember what we did. Okay. <laughs> I Once, think I sat on the veranda for a while, went sure. to the pool, did kids club. Once I got back on board, the kids were in the pool. So I, that's where I joined. Um, that's where I joined oh, y'all. Yeah, yeah. 
And one of the things that I noticed, it was just really cool to see, you know, the kids are playing in the pool. We're sitting on the chairs, kind of, they're angled back a little bit. And you have the pool in front of you, but then you have these towering mountains, like, just beyond you. It was just a really cool backdrop to watch the kids, you know, playing in the pool from the pool deck. And then there was one time we saw Coda walking around, and it was really cool because we had just watched Brother Bear with the kids. And I think, hasn't Emily declared that her favorite movie now? Yeah. Yeah. She she wa- lo- we watched it right before we left, and she's since watched it a lot yep, of times. loved Brother Bear. We, we actually ended up watching it on Funnel Vision later on. But we got to meet Coda, and then we saw Chip and Dale walking around on deck, and we, you know, we took some selfies with them. So that was that was really cool. And then that, uh, about around that time, the the ship was turning back around to head back out of the fjords, and we just, you know, we ended up on our veranda for a long time as we exited the fjord, and just, you know, just just watching everything, watching all the mountains go by and stuff. Um, that night was freezing the night away, night. And so we had uh, these theme sweatshirts that Alyssa had researched and gotten for us, which was awesome. <laughs> we actually got a lot of compliments on those, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, because they weren't um, they weren't like in your face frozen sweatshirts. They were kind. Of, you know, mine was a an Oaken's Trading Post sweatshirt. Um, Alyssa had what was yours? Arendelle Ice Rink. Arendelle Ice Rink. Uh, what was Williams? I think it was Arendelle Ice shopping company or oh something. yeah that's right that's right and then emily had um like a it's disney anna. like a disney bound anna sweatshirt so we we got a lot of compliments on those uh we were in animators palette again that night the menu was basically the same as it is in arendelle on the wish right like we saw a lot of the same same yeah. items like i had that it was uh, not completely the same but definitely a right? lot of overlap yeah i had that um that scallop appetizer that i really like that's in like the pastry yeah um and I had Sven's carrot soup. Yep, that's right. A lot of a lot of similarities. I'll post pictures to the uh, of the menu um, on my blog actually, which uh, I'm doing trip reports out there. So if you haven't checked that out, go make sure you go check out the blog for all our uh, our written repa- recaps with pictures that were taken. And then after uh, we ate in Anwish Palette, we went up to the freezing the night away deck party. Uh, what were your thoughts on the deck party, Liz? Uh, it was cute. It was fine. It was not nothing compared to like a pirate night. Right. But. So that was that was my thought too. I mean, it was real. It was almost like a sail away party where you know they just they they sing some songs. Anna and Elsa come out. There's there's a storyline to it. They but, make it snow. Yeah. Oh, they did make it snow. That was kind of cool. Making it snow up on deck in Alaska. That was fun. It was fine. It was it was definitely not the best deck party we've ever been to, but it was it was fine, and um, you know it was it was cool to all be dressed up in frozen themed clothes for it. So, and it was not freezing out, which was really nice. Right? Yes, it, it could have been actually freezing, and that would have been something. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a nice night for a deck party that night. So we are actually going to wrap up here for now. We're going to make this part one of our uh, of our trip report, and we'll come back later on with part two. Just because I don't want to, I don't want to keep these, I don't want these episodes to go too long. I want to keep them a little bit shorter and easier to listen to. So thanks for tuning into this one, and be sure to tune into our next, our part two of our seven night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver trip report very soon. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. 
Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I could do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.